Well, this morning we are going to be talking about your dreams. I know it's not always easy to remember your dreams, but can you remember that time that maybe you just dreamt something kind of crazy, just popped up there? Wild and wacky things seem to sometimes happen in our dreams, don't they? Then you wake up and you go, what was that all about? And yet in your dream, it all seemed perfectly normal. How does our brain do that? Joining us this morning is Dr. Dean Burnett, who's a neuroscientist and author of Emotional Ignorance. Love the title, by the way. Dr. Burnett, thank you so much for joining us. No problem. Thank you for having me. appreciate it. Well, I'm one of those people who never, well, never, I shouldn't say, who, who doesn't often remember what I dreamt about when I woke up. Is that normal? Yeah, I think that's perfectly normal. I'd say that's more normal than not. I think people do occasionally remember a dream. I don't know if it's particularly weird, a particularly vivid one, or if it's quite intense. But most of your dreams you don't remember. Most like most mornings you wake up and have no real thoughts about what, what, what your head played throughout the night. It just occasionally becomes a bit more stimulating and that sticks with you a bit longer. But yeah, the normal is uh, the normal approach, approach, the normal like response is to not remember them very well. Okay. So then when I do dream something crazy, and I'm sure we've all done that, right? You wake up and you go, what mm. the heck was that? What's going on in my brain? Well, it's sort of kind of a complex process and that it's widely agreed now that, you know, there's a lot of evidence for it, that what's happening when you're dreaming is your brain's sorting out your new memories and reinforcing your old ones. It's sort of like doing housekeeping or like bookkeeping. Like, 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 when, like when a library has to deliver new books, it's got to be you know, put on all the right shelves and things have to be rotated. It's doing that. Um, but every sort of memory we have is made up of indis- you know, dis- discrete elements or units of memory. And those need to be worked into the wider system. So uh, say if you have a memory of like something you experienced in the day, which was stressful, like people have come and have a lot of stress in the workplace and stuff. So now you have memories for stress, like elements of memory which are stressful. And your brain needs to sort of integrate that into your existing you know, mental network. So what it does, it sort of try and sort of dilute it. It sort of takes that stress element and links it to other things which have been known to cause stress. So if you have like a stressful experience at work, you will end up having a stressful dream which about something else. Like, uh, you know, say if like your boss yelled at you and you felt panicked, but then you have a dream about being stuck in the sea or, you know, uh, teeth falling out is a common one. So it's your brain's way of trying to, you know, integrate your new memories into your existing system. But that means it has to trigger the existing memories uh, in no particular order. So what you get is this huge chaotic jumble of, uh, you know, random elements which don't often make sense. They can be completely physically impossible. Like you can be sitting underwater on fire and that's just not possible but even if you've thought of these things or remember them that can happen and no your dream doesn't care just like right i'm going to link all these things together and the end the end result is of no concern of mine and so i'm just going to make make sure all the memories work together um, so it's sort of like that really it's, it's wow. your brain processing memories that is unbelievable like that is that the way you just described that is <laughs> so fascinating brilliant. so it is brilliant um that makes so much sense though when you talk about the connection between a good night's sleep or getting good sleep and and brain health mm. essentially right because that's you're obviously your brain's processing time yeah totally it's, it's, it's your brain's it's doing housekeeping it's doing the essential maintenance and as well as um that, that's sort of like the actual you know, the experience of dreams like all the, the, the weird things that happen but sleep itself is really important you know it, the things your brain are doing is doing during the day it's countless millions of cellular processes and they have byproducts you know like you know, like a car gives off emissions and they need to be cleared away much like you know, much like the trash is cleared from the street and then some of that happens when you're awake but most of it happens in your sleep so if you don't get enough sleep your you know, the the detractors of your brain builds up and clogs up the works and the same thing with if you don't get enough sleep or dreams 
these new memories just sit there floating and getting in the way and you know they, they, they're just you know, blocking up the, the essential cognitive aspects and stuff and it's also they say when you sleep on something you know if you've got a problem sleep on it and actually is a neurologically sound bit of advice because when you are asleep because your brain is doing all this you know connecting to new memories it opens up new pathways which you haven't tried yet or you haven't been able to access when you're awake so when right. you wake up you have new solutions in your head it's, oh yeah because your brain's connected uh, this new problem to huh. uh, different networks so, i do yeah, that all the time it is a scientifically valid piece of advice yeah. oh i do that all the time that's what i tell myself yeah. now people always look for meaning in their dreams right like oh i dreamt that therefore it mm. must mean xyz is that is that valid um there's an element of that. I mean, the thing where people don't read dreams and say, like, you know, you know I had a dream where all my teeth fell out and uh, my mother set caught, caught fire and it was, I was on the moon. And then they say, ah, that's because you're worried about, uh, uh, you know, a project. Oh, that's, it's a bit of a mundane interpretation of something so wild. But there is going to be some recurring themes because, you know, if it's sort of working through your newly acquired memories, something you think about a lot or something enters your memory a lot is going to manifest more often. So if you are you know, subconsciously stressed about something or subconsciously worried and you haven't sort of recognized that yet, it might appear more and more often in your dreams. And therefore, you know, like, oh, why can you have these recurring dreams about a stressful experience? And that's sort of your dream telling you that, yeah, you are stressed about something. Something is clearly occupying your mind and you're, you're not accepting it or you're not recognizing it and you need to do that. So there is going to be some element of, um, you know, interpretation to be had and, Things like recurring nightmares, those are actually quite uh, reliable indicators of an incoming mental health problem uh, or like a decline in mental health because the ability, your brain's ability to process these newly acquired emotions, emotional memories, is finite. So if something keeps maxing them out, like so you've got too much negative emotion built up to deal with, you keep having nightmares and waking up, that's your brain being unable to work its way through uh, you know, the the backlog of negative things in your head. So it's usually a good indicator of um, you know incoming issues. Okay, so how do you, what is the line there? How do you tell when you're having too many dreams about mental health issues instead of just like the occasional one, right, where you're having a problem? Yeah, well, it's, it's usually nightmares, specifically nightmares. I mean, you can have weird dreams. I mean, all dreams are weird when you think about them or if you remember them. But um if it's like they are constantly negative and they to the point where they are actually disrupting your sleep, that's usually a time to say, right, okay, this is unhelpful. This is clearly counterproductive. Sleep is when you are, you know, when your brain fixes things and processes things. And if it's unable to do that, that suggests there's more going on in your head than uh, your typical systems can manage. So, you know, outside intervention would be a good idea. Um, yeah, so if it's recurrent, constant nightmares, not all the time, but like way more than usual, then that suggests there's something amiss that you know, someone, you know, some external person could perhaps help you with. Dr. Burnett, it sounds like we really underestimate what's going on in our brains when we sleep. Hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I think people just think it's shut down. But yeah. uh, I think the studies show that you know, your brain is, in terms of the energy produced and the activity present, it's like 95% as active uh, when you're asleep as when you're awake. Um, I mean, the parts which control movement and and perception, those aren't on because obviously you're asleep, you're unconscious, but the brain's doing a, still doing a considerable amount of work in terms of you know, fixing up all the new memories, clearing all the way the, the, the debris, sort of. It's like when you, you see like a, a concert venue, it's shut down, but it's been dismantled after the after the gig. Right. There's still plenty of work going on in there. It's just you know, <laughs> the audience has gone home. So, so it doesn't yeah. matter 
how weird your dream is. It's something that your brain is is trying to process, something that's happened to you that your brain is trying to process. Yeah, totally. I mean, it, for, for your, you know, your internal brain systems, it probably does make a certain amount of sense. So, look, I have memory of uh, this person. I met this person today. Their face looks like something I met, someone I met like years ago in, in a park. So I remember the link out to the park, and uh, anyway, so all these things pop up, and um, which is why dreams feel so familiar while they're happening. Because although they're so usually so wild and you know, physically impossible, they're all made of memories. So from your brain's perspective, this is all familiar stuff. It's just elements of memories played in a you know, it's, it's like your memories on a shuffle. It's just sort of playing this random assortment of memory bits, which uh, your brain has already encountered just not in this particular configuration okay now you the way you described that is so vivid i can see that for sure <laughs> uh, thank, you you, <laughs> thank you so much for your time this morning no problem at all thanks very much that's dr dean burnett a neuroscientist and author of emotional ignorance and i feel like i learned so much about dreams this morning